it is disturbing for me to think about you knowing that you have something bigger inside of you, knowing that you have a gift, knowing that you have something that is so unique and so beautiful and you're not going to do it. You're not going to use that gift. You're not going to take that path. You're not going to go down that road less traveled because you're afraid of what people think about you. That is disturbing to me. I really can't think of anything more important than waking up to your true self. I mean, once you do that, every single thing in your life changes. It's like a whole new world opens up. I used to look at my life and think, there has got to be more. There is, and this is it. I'm Paige, and this is Spiritual Twenties. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing right now, thank you for tuning in to episode 5 of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, I'm really excited to have you here, and I am a little nervous, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know if I'm ready for this episode, but fuck it, right? I'm all about doing things before we're ready, running through the fear. So here we go. This episode is going to be about overcoming people-pleasing. It's going to be about overcoming that need to be liked, overcoming the need for everybody's approval, everybody's permission, always looking over your shoulder, always asking if you're too much or should you do that or is that weird? If you've been listening to any episodes before, I'm sure you've heard me say that our society, our culture has bred us to want to be liked, has bred us to want the approval of everyone around us. And you know what? To some degree, that's a helpful and good thing. But for me personally, it has probably been the biggest thing that I've had to overcome, which is why... This episode is deeply personal for me and, like I said, one that I'm a little nervous for. But learning how to live in such a way that I'm living for me and not for everybody else's approval and that I'm not constantly looking over my shoulder for anybody's permission, that has been the most transformational aspect of my personal growth journey. And so... I couldn't not talk about it and I couldn't not talk about it right out of the gate because I want every single one of you to have this transformation in yourself too. I want as little time spent on making sure everybody else approves and making sure everybody else likes you and all of that nonsense as possible. So we're going to dive into this right now. Your job is not to make everybody else like you. Your job is not to make sure that everybody else approves of you. Your job is not to make sure that everybody else is okay. This is not your excuse to be an asshole. This is not your excuse to not care about the people in your life and about our human tribe in general. This is a truth that you have to fill your cup first. You have to like yourself first. We want to be liked. 
Facebook, Instagram, what are we posting? We're posting the things that are going to get the most likes, whether or not it's the thing that we are really resonating with and the thing that we think is representative of us as a person, as a spirit, as a soul, as a unique emanation. We are posting the thing that everybody else is posting because that's what's socially acceptable and so that's what we're going to do because we want to be liked. Some of you might be having that reaction of, oh, I don't care about what anybody thinks of me. And I really hope that I can disarm you by saying that that we all do. It's deeply embedded in our culture and it's something we just have to look at. Tony Robbins says, I'm not gonna tell you to walk around your garden and say there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. I'm gonna show you there's a weed right there, let's pull it out. So if you're one of those people who's having that initial reaction of, oh, that this isn't for me, I don't care about what anybody thinks about me, take a deep breath and realize that on some level in you, this is probably a thing. Because for me, like I said, this has been probably the biggest thing that I've had to overcome. And it really wasn't, I wasn't conscious of it. I was never walking around my life like, oh, I really deeply care what everybody thinks about me. I've actually always been a bit of an outsider. I've always kind of had my own style, had my own flair, gone left when everybody else went right. So in my conscious mind, I really wasn't very aware of the fact that this was so deeply entrenched in me. It wasn't until I was able to take that step back, get radically honest with myself, open up this new consciousness, this new level of awareness that I was able to see what was really going on. And so again, what's really going on is that in all of us on some level, we are living for other people. We're living in a way that other people can see. So what is our work here? What is my challenge to you? How do we go about addressing this weed that exists in every single one of us? And we can start by asking this question. Do you like you? It's as simple as that. Lisa Nichols, who's a brilliant coach and motivational speaker, says that your job first thing in the morning is to like yourself. You have to like you first. I can hear her in my voice right now saying, I woke up today and I liked myself. So your like is extra. That is really the work that we all have to do. We have to learn how to cultivate a sense of wholeness within ourselves before we even think about stepping out into this world. How often do you stop to think about if you're really happy with your life? How often do you stop to think about who you're living for? Why are you making the decisions that you're making? Is it because it's what everybody else is doing? Is it because somebody told you you should do it? Or is it because it's what you genuinely want to do? My hope and my dream for you is that you are living a life that is absolutely authentic and aligned to you. And that is not going to happen if you're making your decisions from a place of needing other people to approve, needing other people's permission. You do not need anybody's permission. You do not need anybody's approval. You have to learn how to like you first. You are the only one who's going to be with you throughout this entire journey. I think we think that we want everybody to like us because if everybody likes us, then we'll be happy, but we're doing it backwards. We cultivate wholeness and happiness in ourselves because that's really the only and the most abundant and pure source. 
and it's the only thing we have control over and then other people will be drawn to you here's the kicker right if you are somebody who is really a people pleaser who is really in the depths of this and you're aware of it most of us are not aware of it but if you happen to be aware of it that's probably even better for you to to start to make a change in this here's the thing right people like people who are authentic People like people who are living in alignment with their soul and spirit. Why? Because every single person has a soul and spirit and every single person's soul and spirit recognizes when somebody else is tapped into that magic. And so it's like with me in the past six months even, I get so many comments of something's different about you. Did, you know, what's going on with you? You seem really happy. You seem to have this different energy. What's up with that? People notice and people are drawn to you. You are going to attract the right people when you are in alignment with yourself. You are doing it backwards by saying, let me think about what all of these people might like and might approve of. And then let me try to do that so that then maybe they will like me so that maybe then I can be happy when all along you are the only source of your happiness. You are the only one who can make you happy. It doesn't make sense. We're doing it backwards. I was somebody who definitely lived in a way that I wanted everybody's approval. It really was something that consumed my thoughts. I was always thinking about what people were thinking about me. I was always thinking about how I can make everybody else happy. And honestly, like I said, this is, this is still really cringy for me to admit. So for me, the transformation really came from I cared so much about what everybody else thinks about me, right? But then I realized something else. I can't pinpoint when this started, but I'd probably say it's around the time that my life started to really turn around for the better, maybe a couple of years ago. I had to realize that even if the bar of how much I care what other people think about me is sky high, there is one thing that is higher and sometimes it was like 0.00000001% higher but there is one thing that had to edge out ahead of caring about what everybody else thinks of me and that was what I think about myself. This is the take home of this episode. I'm going to say it in a thousand different ways and I'm going to repeat it until it's something that you have a dream about tonight. I was afraid that people wouldn't like me, but I made the decision, I made the choice. This did not just fall upon me, I had to actively go out of my way and make the decision and choice to say I am making this commitment to myself that I need to like me. And so, you know, one way to think about it is people liking you and another way to think about it is approving of. So when it comes to our life decisions, things like our career decisions, where we're going to live, the person we're going to be with, I think that in this case, more of the time we think about if people will approve of that. You, know, you think about your family, your parents, especially people that you might look up to, would they approve of this decision? My question to you is if you did or didn't do whatever it is that you're debating, would you approve of yourself? When I had to make difficult decisions, when I had to make decisions that I knew that there were people who were very important to me that might not approve of this decision, 
I had to say, they might reject me for this, but if I didn't do it, I would have rejected myself and that would be worse. Some of you may know that I am a student of Tony Robbins. I've listened to his tapes and videos and books since I was probably 18 and and I got my life coach training through his program and one thing that he says that has really been on my mind a lot lately is when he's talking about making any change in your life whether it's something major and grand or it's something small whether you're trying to lose five pounds or whether you're trying to completely overhaul your life doesn't matter the principle that he talks about he says get disturbed and I love that word disturbed because I think it's it's one of those beautiful words that's not overused. So it, it means something to us. So I think about this a lot and especially in this context, it really helped me to get past this need for everybody else's approval, need for everybody else to like me, focusing, giving all of my time and energy to whether or not somebody else liked or approved of me. And by the way, if you haven't figured out, this episode is not for the faint of heart. So what I'm about to say is is kind of blunt. So brace yourself. But I had to realize that it would be really disturbing to me to have been someone who is so lucky to have done the inner work, to have had these awakenings to the truths of my purpose and our being. It would be so disturbing to not have followed that path, to not have followed those truths, to not have fulfilled my soul's purpose because I was afraid of what people would think about me. That is really disturbing. It is disturbing for me to think about you knowing that you have something bigger inside of you, knowing that you have a gift, knowing that you have something that is so unique and so beautiful and you're not going to do it you're not going to use that gift you're not going to take that path you're not going to go down that road less traveled because you're afraid of what people think about you that is disturbing to me it's the same kind of argument as you know you think about your life on your deathbed or you didn't even have to be on your deathbed your life when you're 65 looking back and saying fuck me i missed it I had something bigger in me. I had the chance to step up. I had the chance to shine. I had the chance to give more of myself. I had a chance to experience life deeper and more fulfilled. And I didn't do it because I was afraid, because everybody else wasn't doing that. And the people in my community, the people in my friend groups, the people in my family wouldn't have got it. Or I thought they wouldn't have got it. You don't even know. You haven't done it yet. That is disturbing. I know that this sounds harsh, but honestly, I don't care because I am so passionate about this. It has changed my whole life to really deeply and fully understand that I have to like me first, that everybody else's like is extra, that I have to live for me first. Because why? Because it is then and only then that you will live your authentic, aligned life. And it is then and only then that you can give all of yourself. You can give more. 
You know, it's not the selfish thing to do. You can give more when your cup is full, when you are already whole, when you're not looking for wholeness in somebody else, in a relationship, in anything outside of you. When you are whole all by yourself, when you like yourself already, then you have even more to give. Then you are attracting, by the laws of the universe, you are attracting people to you. You are attracting the right people to you. There might be a period where you lose some friends or you end up getting some distance between people that you used to spend a lot of time with and that's going to be hard. Again, like I talked about in episode four about letting go, you're going to have to grieve that. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. However, what I can promise you is that on the other side are your people. Your people who are actually aligned with you. Your people who are holding that same high vibration as you. You don't have to lower yourself because everyone in your community has a certain attitude. Especially if it's a bad attitude. There might be a period that's lonely. There might be a period of time that that you've distanced yourself naturally. By the way, none of this is me telling you to dramatically cut people out of your life. That's not it. You will naturally distance yourself from people who aren't in the same alignment as you just because that is the vibrational laws of the universe. And so there might be some time in there that's lonely. There might be a gap in between the person that you were and the person that you're becoming, the circle that you had and the circle that you're attracting to you. But you have to keep the faith that that circle is coming. A poet that I love whose name is Charles Bukowski says, some lose all mind and become soul, insane. Some lose all soul and become mind, intellectual. Some lose both and become accepted. That's really how I feel about the way that we live our lives when we live our lives so that we can be liked and accepted. I think that you have lost both your soul and your mind at that point. And I think that this is how so many of us are living. This is why, you know, those happiness surveys come in and it's like way more than half of the people in America are unhappy. Like, what is that? That is bullshit. And it's not for you. And the reason why is because we're all doing everything backwards. And again, I know this sounds harsh. I know it sounds very ranty, but, but I really want to drill this into your head because then and only then will you make the decision to change. Then and only then will you say, yeah, you know what? This is bullshit. Why am I doing this? Why am I living this way? This doesn't seem like a very good strategy for happiness. I have lost my soul and I have lost my mind because it's disturbing for me to think about the fact that I'm not living a life that lights me up. I'm not living a life that really makes me happy. I'm not living a life that is exciting, that is adventurous, that is wild and free because I care about what everybody thinks about me. That's disturbing. You have to start putting yourself first. You have to stop asking, is everybody else going to approve of this? You have to stop looking over your shoulder saying, are people going to think this is weird? Are people going to think this is a stupid move? Do you think it's a stupid move? Do you feel in your heart and soul that that's what you should do? These are the questions you have to start asking yourself. These are the empowering questions. Do you like you? You have to wake up every morning and say, I am enough. I like me. I'm living for me. The football coach in my high school would say that character is who you are when no one's looking. What do you do? How do you treat you when no one's looking? I started in the past six months or so, I started doing things for myself 
I would be home alone and I would put on a dress because it feels good to look good. I'd do fun things with myself. I'd go on little adventures. I'd go on road trips. I'd go hiking. I'd get myself a nice bottle of wine. I'd do things. Again, not so I could post it on Instagram. Not so I could show off that I'm doing all of these fun things. I do these things for me because I like me and I like hanging out with me. I know that I am whole within me. I don't need anybody else to see that I'm having a good time in order to have a good time. This isn't arrogance. This isn't selfishness. This is you realizing that when you can make yourself whole, when you're all alone, when you put you liking you as your number one priority, then and only then are you able to give. Then and only then are you able to share. Then and only then will you be living a life that actually lights you up, that actually gives you lasting fulfillment. I spent so much of my time and energy thinking about what everybody else was thinking about me. And here's another reason why that doesn't make sense. Again, little harsh, not for the faint of heart. Because you don't have control over anything outside of you, because you can't actually be in anybody else's head at any given time, you might actually never know how other people really think about you. So if I'm walking up the street, right? I live in Boston. I'm walking up Boylston Street. I used to be literally nonstop thinking about what the people, other people on the street were thinking about me as I walked by. First of all, I would probably be willing to bet that many of them did not think about me at all. And second of all, I would never know if they did or not. I'm not going to stop people and ask them. And even when it comes to people in your life, most of the time, we're not like, hey, so what are you thinking about me? What do you really think about me on a deep level? And even if you did ask that, they could lie. So you might not ever know, even if you ask. And then thirdly, this is the big kicker. We exist as mirrors to each other. If you are triggered by something in me, that is not a me thing. That's a you thing. What we are triggered by is something that is repressed in ourselves, whether it's that somebody has a trait that you want or that you know you have inside you that you haven't activated yet, and then that is triggering to you. So if somebody is really outgoing and you're triggered by them and your mind starts to talk and say they're annoying, that's probably because on some level you have a part of you that is that outgoing person that's been repressed. Or if it's a negative quality that somebody has, it's probably a negative quality that you have on some level and that's why it's triggering you. So everybody in the world exists as our mirrors. Of course, if somebody's an asshole to you, that doesn't excuse the fact that they're an asshole to you. But again, it's still that your feelings are only coming up from inside of you. Feelings and thoughts and emotions, all of that is created from inside of you. There are many things that bother certain people that don't bother other people, even when it comes to people genuinely being an asshole. Like I used to have major road rage and now I just really don't. And people still drive like assholes. We could make an argument that it's still objectively annoying to drive under the speed limit in the fast lane, but it's just not something I get upset about anymore. Right? So add that to reasons why it doesn't make sense for you to use your precious time and energy thinking about what other people think about you and obsessing over if everybody approves of you or not because people's judgments of you are a reflection of them 
How do you overcome people pleasing? How do you stop living for everybody else and start living for yourself? How do you stop prioritizing if everybody else approves and likes you and start prioritizing if you like yourself and if you approve of yourself? How do you stop making decisions about how you're going to live your life based on what everybody else is doing and what you think they're thinking and start making decisions based on what you feel and what you think? You make the decision. You make the decision to say, I am prioritizing me liking me. I am prioritizing making decisions about my life that are in actual authentic alignment with my soul and spirit. Even if that is at the expense of your approval. Even if that is at the expense of you liking me. Because why? If I don't do it, I would disapprove of myself. If I don't do it, I will reject myself and that will be worse. Why? Because it would be disturbing to me to look back in my life and say, I could have done more. I could have experienced more. I could have laughed more. I could have done this deeper. I could have done this more full out, but I didn't because I was afraid of what everybody thought of me. You have to make the decision to get disturbed. You have to make the decision to remember that you are whole all by yourself. That's inner work that you have to do. You have to tune into your soul and spirit and align yourself to that and say, oh yeah, I don't need a relationship to be full. I don't need a certain salary attached to my name to be full because I know that once I can make myself whole just by the mere fact that I exist, then I will have more to give. Then I will have more to share. I can't be pouring when I'm out here looking for people to fill me up. If none of that convinces you, it just simply doesn't make sense to be wasting your time and energy on what other people think about you because of those three reasons that we talked about. One, more likely than not, people are actually not thinking about you at all. Why? Because the mind is selfish. Two, you will never know what somebody's actually thinking about you because even if you ask, they could lie. And three, everybody's judgments of you are a reflection of something that's going on inside them and therefore have absolutely nothing to do with you. So this is actually just not a productive thing to choose to give your energy to. What is a productive thing to give your energy to? Let's start asking empowering questions. What life would light me up? What would I do that I would really like? How could I have fun with me today? What would really jazz me up? Let's start to do that. Why? Because there are no rules. I make the rules because it's my life. Again, not your permission slip to be an asshole. Not your permission slip to say, screw everybody else. It's when you are able to fill yourself up first. When you are able to make these radically authentic decisions, despite if anybody rejects you for it. Then you will be able to give. Then you will draw people to you. You will draw the right people to you. You will draw the right opportunities to you. And maybe the best part, just by your existing in that alignment, you are literally becoming contagious. Because when you are tapping into your light, then your light is out here shining and people are starting to come out of the woodwork. Strangers on the street are like, whoa, what's in that girl's water? What is she drinking? I told you, that's what people have been saying to me lately. You know, what are you doing? You seem like something good's going on. 
you are inspiring this change this awakening this remembrance of the true soul and spirit in other people just by you choosing to live a life that is aligned for yourself it is contagious it is infectious it is the best thing you can do for you and it is the best thing you can do for your community this is not a selfish talk this is not me saying this is your opportunity to say fuck everyone no it's saying that by choosing to put me first and because i choose to put me first then i am creating this vortex i am emitting this air that people just want to breathe because when they see your light it lights something in them and then they can remember their true self too and they can start to make decisions that would actually light them up too and then think about that if we actually all started to do what would genuinely light us up if we all started to use our gifts on a massive level if we all started to step into our true and authentic and unique power because again we were made to be totally unique we were not made to come here and clone what everybody else is doing but when you're making decisions about what to do based on what everybody else likes and what everybody else does then you're just going to be repeating what everybody else is doing and that's not what you're made to do you're made to be a creator you're meant to be you not anybody else i really 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 cannot picture what my life would be like right now if I did not come to this, if I did not make the decision to put myself first, if I did not make the decision to say, you know what, I might really still care about what everybody else thinks about me. It might actually break my heart to think about people not approving of me and people rejecting me. It might actually feel really lonely. All of those things were true, but what was more true was that If I didn't choose to walk in alignment with my soul and spirit, I would have rejected myself. I can't imagine losing this sense of inner peace, this sense of inner bliss that I'm just like really fucking happy to be here. I hope that this lit a fire in you. I hope that this sparked something in you. I hope that you can feel how deeply and genuinely This is coming from my heart when I say that I want nothing more for you than to live a life that actually lights you up. Not because it lights everybody else up, not because it's what you think other people want you to do and what you think other people will approve of, but because you have tapped into a sense of wholeness. You know that you don't need anybody else. You don't need anybody's validation. You don't need anybody's permission. You don't need anybody's approval to live your soul's purpose because that is what you came here to do. Every single day in the morning when you wake up, do I like me? It's as simple as that. And being honest in the answer and then making decisions accordingly. What you are not changing, you are choosing. (sighs) Yeah, I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, and I am so grateful to play even the smallest role in your journey to living a more authentic, more aligned, more wild and free life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.